It's time for The Rush with OU color analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got a question or opinion? Sound off on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Steps inside the arc, now back behind it, now goes again. Take it. Jab step, drive, cut off. Arkansas defense good. Corner. McCollum an open three. Bam. Needed that. Javian turns around and tells the Razorback fans to hush. Knocked away, stolen. Sooners run. Sorez. Dart hard for three. Short. Tega. Put back. Tega. Timeout. Arkansas. Javian, bounce to Hughley, spin down the lane, lost it, shovels it out to Sorez. Nice save, McCollum, swing it, Yuzan, corner, open three, dart hard, bam! Trey, Trey, Sooners by 15! Kick back, Tega, three-pointer, got it! He knocked the bottom out of it, Tega, bam! Cut off, turns back into the lane, deep, throws it up, got fouled, get in there, he got it! One, it's a J-Mac attack. Jump corner, Sorez open for three and the dagger. Got it! And you can unhitch the wagon. Put the ponies in the barn and kill the hog. The Sooners are moving to 9-0. and Victory! DJ I think we ain't done yet. You, but you personally. I think we ain't done yet. And they stay there. And they stay there. And they stay there. Boy, Tyler, we um, we hit the trifecta, didn't we? <laughs> oh, beautiful. Uh, Musselman tossed, which is probably the least surprising thing of the entire ordeal. The clown show continues. As soon as it's apparent that they're not coming back, uh, he has to quickly make it about himself, get tossed, uh, look like a fool in front of uh, the crowd there in Tulsa. But how about this hoop squad that we've got? Are they fun to watch or what? Yeah, and um, I kind of said Saturday night, It's we're past the point of, Oh, this is this is fun. Yeah, they're a they're a lot better for sure. Okay, this is cool. They're they're more exciting. They're a lot better. Like, yeah, duh, they're a lot better. Now I think it's turned into after nine games. This is a really good basketball team. Like, I I think this past week has shown us that it's legit, man. It wasn't just a early season tease. They're good. Like, they ran two teams out of the gym who I still think are pretty good basketball teams. Is that the best team that Eric Musselman has had at Arkansas? No, I, I don't think so, but they're still good, and they'll get it together yeah. in the SEC and still make the tournament and be competitive this year. I mean, OU had a 19-point lead in that game, man. That's on the heels of yeah. beating Providence by 20-plus. Like They're not just beating teams right now. They're beating them soundly. They're they're legit, man. Like Start to believe that they're a really good basketball team. Okay, so I don't know. have. Are there new rankings out? They're number the, they're number eleven today. <laughs> wow! Um, jumped eight spots. Dang! I was hoping, I was hoping they would just jump into the top fifteen. That's what we talked about on Friday. Is hey, you know, maybe if you look good in this game, you jump into the top fifteen. But jumping eight spots all the way to number eleven. Um, who was it? Andy Katz had OU as his uh, basketball team uh, or team of the week. This past week in college hoops, dang people! Well, people nationally are are starting to starting to recognize what what Porter's got this year and what they're doing. Well, there's 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 some people, yes, with uh, some really high praise, uh, especially for McCollum. You know, there's there's been some people say he's one of the best looking guards in the entire country right now, and I've yet to see a OU men's hoops game where it didn't look. Like it was clear that he was the best player on the floor. Yep. Which is. Or that they're clearly the best team on the floor yeah. as well, you know? That's wild. 
a number 11 in the country, are we? have we made the top 10 in the Big 12 yet? <laughs> uh, they're sitting at number 12 in the Big 12, <laughs> number 11 in the country. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really optimistic in barring some, some type of unforeseen situation. Right? I've seen enough to let me know that this is going to be an ultra-competitive team all the way through the season. Um, I, I, don't know, I don't know what they're capable of. I mean, we'll have to see how they do in the in the tough con- once they start conference play, and you know things can change rapidly. But I don't know. From what I've seen, man, they are they've got really good backcourt, and you know they they've got enough athleticism, and you know that I, I guess I would say like if they had a weakness, it's the front court, but. They still get production there, though. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and they've got some bodies that can really contribute there. And I mean, Musselman was talking about uh, some of their front court players after the game on on, on Saturday. Yeah. So, yeah. I, and and uh, let me come back to that clown show, that little baby that got thrown <laughs> out for the second time in three years. But you're saying I don't know what they're capable of, but clearly you think that they're pretty good. Yeah. So yeah. But if I were to say Sweet Sixteen right now. You wouldn't really fight hard against that in terms of t- things that they're capable of, right? I, no, but you're kind of, you're asking the wrong guy. Well, I, okay. <laughs> I know that's not an easy feat. I, I'm just yeah. trying. Like, the, really, the point I'm making is okay. Well, they're nine and zero, and maybe you wouldn't push back that hard on this team could get to a Sweet Sixteen this year, which would be a major accomplishment after the past two years. But if they beat North Carolina a week from Wednesday nights. And they're an eleven and zero team, and they just beat a top ten North Carolina team in Charlotte. I guess my next point is their next big game. If they win that one, then how? What do we view of what they can do this year? Because they're just outside the top ten right now, when we're nine games into the thing. I thought they'd yeah. be better, but in no way did I think they'd be this much better, th- this fast. I guess I'm still in. I'm still in disbelief that they're the 11th best team in the country right now. A lot of that probably has to do with the resume, which is pretty solid well, up to this point. They're one of seven undefeated teams in the country right now, too. That yeah. helps. Um, I, I guess I – here's the thing, man. As good as McCollum looks, in the tournament, should he catch a red-hot streak – Whenever they're playing in the tournament, they could. I mean, there. I don't think there is a limit. The the important thing is they're not totally dependent on him, though. You know, like that, like there's a lot of agree. teams. There's a lot of teams in basketball that have maybe not that level of player, but someone that is always capable of just you know getting 30, 35 points for you. But if it ain't falling, then they're in trouble. They don't really have another option. Oh, he's got other options in the backcourt, man. They do. I'll tell you what I really like. He's got the best handle for a scorer that I think, unless I'm forgetting someone that Oklahoma's had since I could really remember in a long, long time. All right, we've had some guys that can score and can do some really nice things, but like for the guy that's got the ball in his hand nonstop, he's, he's about as good as I can remember. Yeah. Turnbow and OKC says the Big 12 is the best conference in college basketball right now. Yeah, I mean, it's KU's number two, Houston's number four, Baylor's number six, OU's number 11. BYU finally lost for the first time, but they're still at 18. Texas yeah. is at 19. It's, it's, it's deep. It's really good. Here, here's a question for you. What's more difficult, making the Final Four or winning the Big 12? Uh, winning the Big 12 tournament <laughs> or winning a regular season for sure. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. I think if you if you're able to win the Big Twelve tournament, you may just like take the trophy. Automatic bid in the big in the uh, Final Four. That's how it works now. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. Nine one eight nine one eight. Ted Trey Young had pretty good scoring and handling. Yeah, that's that's a good point. That's that's the one I forgot about. <laughs> Jeff from OKC seems like we're saying a lot of the same things about basketball and football. I'm calling it 2024, the year of the Sooners. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I it it could be could be. I, I think things are looking good. We've got we got some really good players. Uh, football, hoops, men's and women's. 
softball, baseball is probably going to have a strong year. I don't know, I don't know what their ceiling is, but um, they've got some some good players on on the roster now too. So yeah. I think 2024 could be a really good year. J.D. and Tulsa, people nationwide are taking notice of OU basketball. When will OU fans start taking notice? Massive Arkansas home game in Tulsa on Saturday. Hopefully from yeah. here on out. They do have an 8 p.m. game on Saturday night, which does not happen very often at the LNC. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Um, who, are they, who are they playing? Green Bay, not the Packers. Oh, Green I was about Bay, to the say. college basketball team. Yeah, Jordan Love's averaging eight point seven points per game, but yeah. he's he's not he's not playing in this one. Okay, well, I think once conference play really gets underway, um, you're going to see some really nice crowds if this team continues to play well, and I and I think that they will. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I guess is is eight o'clock tip on a Saturday night. Is that typically a good thing for hoops? for college hoops or bad like i guess i don't know like if you had to pick now obviously the biggest uh, the biggest factor in how many people show up is going to be the opponent i mean sure that's that's number one i guess like if i'm saying all things equal though what's the best day in time saturday afternoon saturday is definitely the best time at probably like two o'clock i would guess yeah yeah saturday at 8 p.m you're just gonna have to pace yourself throughout the entire day Mm-hmm. Or just show up at the parking lot at 11 a.m. and get after it for nine hours up until what's the worst that could happen? Uh, you pass out, you freeze to death, you get arrested, uh, you fall and bang your head, have to go to the emergency room. Yeah, at least at least they're nine and zero. You can deal with all those things, right? Lose no. a couple hundred bucks playing cornhole. <laughs> yeah. You want me to keep going? There's a bunch of bad things I, that I, could I happen. I think you. I think you've covered it already. Thank you. <laughs> Some are, some of those are spoken from experience. I feel like yes. No, but Eric Musselman, what a tool! Oh uh, my just a tool, a, a child, and you know what he is? He is. He's not an NBA head coach, but dude, he's got the DNA of an NBA basketball player. And what I mean <laughs> by that is, did you see how many get back guys that he had when he oh, was trying man. to charge the officials? Right, and I know I'm without a doubt I. I those guys are instructed, like, hey, man, when I'm going out to the officials, when, when I'm going, j- just make sure you hold me back, okay? Just make sure you hold me back. Yeah. He's like, I'm about to get tossed. Um, get ready. What, does anyone that even dude. know what he was What he was mad about? I, who, who knows, man? His team getting his ass kicked probably more than anything. Yeah. Second time in three years he gets tossed in that game. And we we've, been making, we've been making fun of him for it for two years, and it happens again on Saturday. Oh, yeah. No coincidence. I mean – if you really want to complain about the officiating in that game, come on, dude. You're, you're, you're looking for an excuse to make it all about you. There was no doubt. There was zero doubt who the better basketball team was on Saturday. That's right. Zero. Had nothing right. to do with the officials. Get out of here, you, man. You are exactly right, Tyler. Um, so do we want to re-rank our most hated SEC coaches now after Saturday? I don't. He... He's a clown to me, but you I, almost look at him as a joke at this point. Especially yeah, after Saturday, exactly. You know? that, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't, I don't take the guy seriously at all. No hatred there. Like someone's got to. Like all he does is act like a uh, a child whenever he's losing. I mean, that's not threatening at all. That's not enough to warrant any type of. Uh, anger or hatred or anything usually for you to really despise someone they have to beat you shove your nose in it and tell the world how bad you are and how good they are and that's we haven't seen that from him yet so one is still mike white for me at texas two is corella deville at lsu that's not changing and three i'm gonna go with um i'll stick with dorkwitz at missouri eli drinkwitz yeah, which are they going to win a New Year's Six? Um, they're favored to do so. They're like a yeah. three-point favorite against Ohio State. They've been handed oh, a, a basic W with Ohio State's whole team jumping in the portal. Yeah, um, that's wild though. It, it's so funny that we we called it 
made fun of it that he was going to get tossed. And sure enough, right on cue <laughs> as they're getting beat, not even close, not even a game, just instant outburst over nothing to get tossed. It somehow made that win even sweeter. Yeah. And what what did the final score? Oh, you ended up winning by nine. What, my planner for some – oh, here it is. Yeah, OU uh, um, was up by 19 at one point, ended up winning the game by nine. Arkansas's lucky they only lost the game by nine points. Right. Should have been a lot worse. But yep. it, it made – like, that was a sweet win, but made it a lot sweeter when he was getting escorted out uh, of the arena or escorted off the floor, I guess. That was that was great. Right. Um, 4-3-0, he's a damn toothless chihuahua. <laughs> 580 Eric Musselman is a nut. He really needs to get hired by Texas or Texas A&M. I like the idea of Musselman at Texas. That would be fun. He's already yeah. easy to hate, but get him over there in that burn orange. Oh, buddy. That'd be fun. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll see what happens with old Musselman. I think he's going to be stuck few, at Arkansas. A few more. Drew from Flower Mound. Okay. Who do you think is harder to hold back, Musselman or Mahomes? Well, someone's going to have to explain this whole. Chiefs fans think the NFL is just out to get them now. They've been done wrong. I don't get it. I don't. Well, Teddy, nobody that's not a Chiefs fan. I mean, they're the only one that feels like they've got wrong somehow. And I, I don't. Are, I don't are get we it. always like all of a sudden? supposed to not like throw them there needs to be there's a red challenge flag there's a yellow penalty flag we need to throw like a blue maybe flag it's a penalty unless there's a cool play that yes, happens exactly yep they they it is almost like well you should have picked up the flag and explained well, since Travis Kelsey threw it back like that, a lateral, and that was going to be a highlight play of his special career, you should have picked it up and let it count. That's that's a hell of a way to think about things. Right, what's wrong with Patrick Mahomes? Like, you're gonna you're gonna let the fact that a player lined up offsides, I, you're gonna act that way after the game. It wasn't the end of the game. You still had an opportunity to go win the thing. It's pretty wild. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush going up. Keep hitting the text line, 651-3439. We'll be back. Sound off any time of day on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet in Blanchard, USA. There are trucks. Then there's the truck. GMC Sierra with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate, GMC. Here's what I'm thinking of for under-the-radar segment today, and of course, we'll get the text line involved as always, 405-651-3439. The obvious storyline for the Alamo Bowl, it's pretty easy to see. It's Jackson Arnold getting his first start at quarterback. What's an under-the-radar storyline for OU going into this game against Arizona? Oh, man. We'll, 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 get, to the, uh, we'll get to the text line. We'll like let those that. texts roll in. We'll let you think about yours. But first, I do want to give an under-the-radar player uh, from Saturday's win over Arkansas and really just kind of his entire season. Sam Godwin does not fill up the stat sheet, you know. But he just he just gives you a lot, game in and game out. And Musselman was talking about him after the game, what they get from Sam Godwin. He had seven points, four rebounds, um, but he played 24 minutes. You can just tell he's in the starting lineup, um, plays really hard, plays really well, uh, gets you some key points in the paint from time to time. Sam Godwin, not only Saturday, but really this year, under-the-radar player so far this year, when a lot of those guards get most of the attention. So, big props to him. Any uh, – yep. Yeah go, yeah, go ahead. Comment on that. No, no, no. I was just going to say, I, I I agree. I think, um, I don't know. I Again, not my specialty, but I, I, can, I can see the upgrade athletically across the board with this basketball team. Okay, under the radar storylines for this uh, bowl game. And this is a good one. This texture from the 405, and here's, a, here, here's two of them saying Drake hitting 1,000 yards. Yeah. And Drake needs 120? 120 away from getting to 1,000 yards, yes. 
120, and he's at, was he, did he finish like right around 80 receptions? Like, how many receptions did he end? Did you see, do you see it was like 84 or something like that, or 82? Or maybe he was just under, I don't know. But yeah, I think 1,000 yards receiving for him. 78, 78 for 880 okay. and 10 touchdowns is where he's at. I think, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that, you know, if he were to hit one of those games like he had down the stretch, you know, eight, nine catches for 120 yards, I I don't think that's out of the question. I'm just kind of expecting him now to have 120 yeah. yards. It almost seems like, oh, he'll have at least 100. Yeah, it's feel like every yeah. single game down the stretch that, that happened. Under the radar, offensive line play again, just like last year. Yeah. And when you're replacing this many stars, maybe that's not even under the radar. That might be storyline number two behind Jackson Arnold start at QB. Yeah. No, I, I – yeah, it's going to be hard to put uh, the offensive line, considering you're you're going to be at least two starters out, um, maybe three. Uh, offensive line play is going to be a huge factor in the football game. I like this one, uh, Brandon from the four hundred five. Javante's bounce back game, and I guess my under the radar is more centered around the run game itself. I'm wondering how involved in what it's going to look like with Jackson Arnold in the run game. But you know, you, you know you're going to get good carries from Gavin Sawchuk. How do, you generate, how do you generate the run without him in the game, like with Javante Barnes and with Jackson Arnold? What does that, what does that look like? Um, mm-hmm. and, and how useful are they in a game like this? Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I mean, you got to remember – not having Tawi is is a big factor. When's the last time someone other than Sawchuck or Tawi had a carry in a football game? Had a carry? Well, I think Javante and even Megwa had carries in the TCU game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. I guess maybe I should have qualified it with – Like a key point in the game? It's, yes. it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, or at least it feels like it's been a while, you know. Yeah, uh, when's, the, when's the last time Barnes was like a, a rotational running back in a game? I, early in the year when they were changing up running backs every single week? When yeah. someone would go from the lead ball carrier to not playing at all the very next week? Like that, right. that portion of the season. Kind of feels that way, yeah. Uh, Boomer Brock, storyline number one is Seth Latrell calling plays. Yeah. Yep, I've got that written down, play calling. Um, I guess, I mean, play calling and what, what looks or what what's different about our offense? You know, there's going to be something that's different. Obviously, there's someone else calling plays. Like, I don't expect wholesale changes, but there should be some things that you can tell are a little bit different, maybe some different personnel groupings and formations and you know to me i think the biggest thing is probably going to be some of the pass game concepts because it's easy to insert pass game you've got you know there, there's only so many protection schemes that you have in in football you've got like man protection term protection um you know there's some different things that you can do but like you've already got all of your protections installed it's easy to add passing concepts and stuff over the top of those. Like, we want to run this route concept, and, okay, we'll protect it with, you know, whatever protection that that works best with it. So that stuff is pretty easy to add, and I would imagine we see quite a bit of it. Yeah, a a lot of offensive line text right now, and that's – if it is under the radar, regardless if it is or not, it's it's a big – it's a big talking point going into this one. Not not just because you're replacing that many starters in this game, but seeing as you have a true freshman quarterback back there, it magnifies it even more. Your yeah. your line. And I like Jackson Arnold and I, and I think he'll probably play well in this bowl game, but oh, you can't win this bowl game having no sort of run game and asking him to throw it 55 times. There the run game is going to have to be present for JFA to play really well and OU win this game. Yeah. No, that's that's definitely true, and that's going to be the case in this game. It's going to be the case all next season, and that'll be the case 
uh, for as long as we're playing this sport moving forward, uh, most likely. Mr. Anderson in Tulsa says under the radar will be how many true freshmen play mm. uh, significant time and make a big impact on OU's victory. Is there anyone that we either didn't see or someone that had limited time that you feel like is going to be a much bigger player in this bowl game? From from true freshmen this year? Yeah. I mean, I guess I would go with one of the offensive linemen, but, man, as I go back, um, not – not really, because even even PJ was. I, I know he didn't make the impact late in the year that he did at the early stages of the season. Just kind of going down the list here. Um, I, maybe Josiah Wagner, if Woody Washington doesn't play or doesn't want to play, but a half. I, I there, no one initially comes to mind for me unless we're talking about a you know an offensive lineman like a yeah. Josh Bates or someone. I guess I, I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I think that's probably right. Maybe, uh, uh, why am I drawing a blank? The burner there, the slot. Oh, uh, Jaquez Petaway? Yeah. May see him some. We saw a handful of, of him out there early in the season. And then, because you can play in the bowl game and it doesn't affect your red shirt, right? Correct. Yeah, that's new. Um, CD from Hockley saying Caleb Hicks. That that could happen. when We saw yeah. him. A bit, but I feel like it's going to be Sawchuck and Barnes in your one-two at, at running back. But that doesn't mean Caleb Hicks can't get some carries. Yeah, and you never know what what um, personnel ideas that Jeff Lebby had that maybe others disagree with or feel like um, you know you could give a guy a shot that maybe he didn't didn't want to or didn't feel like it was a good good you know time for it. I don't know so yeah I, I think there could be some different guys emerge personnel wise I just I can't there's nothing I really lean towards right now that other than Pedway that I would see showing up Pastor Andy from BA calling a shot here Gabriel comes out of the stands after Jackson wins MVP and has a visor exchange <laughs> nice Nice. The old visor exchange. Hmm. Anything else? Oh, oh I yeah. mean, yeah. There's there's always plenty of text. Can Bob be tight end coach just to get on the sideline for Drake's last game? Well, your tight end coach is your co-offensive coordinator now, so I'd pick a different position. He, right. can, he can be in an off-the-field role for this game. How about that? An offensive analyst. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't – did we ever get – like the official how they're going to reclassify the the coaching staff or have they announced that or is it just something that we assume Latrell stepping in as offensive coordinator and quarterback coach well yeah yeah they've uh is that announced i think you were out that day that they had officially said that yeah he's handling quarterbacks play caller co-oc yes yeah and joe mm-hmm. john is a tight ends coach co-oc Nice. Which is kind of how we thought it was going to go down. One more. Pan in Texas says Brennan Thompson should be fun to watch on December 28th. That's a fast track there for him. There you go. That, that track is set up nicely for him to get loose down the field. Yes, I agree with that um, for sure. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll hit some things that caught my eye next. Stay tuned. Sooner Football Talk lives here. This is the ref. Riverwind is the best casino in the metro. With all the amenities that make us number one. Make it a December to remember with our $100,000 Frosty Fridays giveaway. Play with your wild card all month for a chance to win. It's always a good time at Riverwind. Hey everybody, Josh Elmer here. Oklahoma high school basketball is back, and we have it covered on krefsports.tv. 22 seconds left, Willenborg up ahead, showtime, <laughs> Trayshawn Dunk 
Catch your favorite team in action all winter long. You can also find us on our social media platforms across Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to stay caught up with weekly schedules and highlights. KRefSports.tv, your home for Oklahoma high school sports coverage. Sideline by injury? Valor Physical Therapy can help. At Valor PT, our therapists use their knowledge and skills to help get you back in the game faster. Book your appointment now at ValorPT.com or call 405-265-6449. No referral needed. Mention the ref and get a free t-shirt at your first appointment. That's ValorPT.com. My daughter was diagnosed with a rare malignant rhabnoid tumor on the spine. They sent us straight to St. Jude. My hope was gone. But when you get there, everyone's like, hey, we're not going to give up. And when you see other people not giving up on your child, that makes all the difference in the world. When I found out I didn't have to pay, I was just grateful. They saved my baby's life. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Back then, we'd spend nights in front of the boob tube. We'd take our same seats, smoke cigarettes, and watch until the station played. We all smoked in those days. If that was you then, get your lungs screened now. Surviving lung cancer starts with a scan. Learn more at ScreenYourLungs.org. This PSA was made possible by industry funding and guidance from lung cancer patient groups. Mike Steely here for Lasher Home Comfort Systems, your trusted home comfort experts in the Oklahoma City metro area. Tim Lasher and his team have more than 130 years of combined experience. They recognize a significant number of homeowners live with inadequate home comfort systems. They specialize in diagnosing your home system issues while providing more efficiency and reducing your utility costs. As an authorized dealer of American Standard, Tim can service your residence or business. Call Tim and his team at 405-579-3113. Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. Moore Norman Technology Center is a leader in workforce development for Oklahoma. High school students involved in technical education show strong graduation rates and are ready for employment in industry, for college, or both. Each year, over 90% of MNTC graduates work in their chosen fields and quickly begin contributing to Oklahoma's tax base. Your MNTC investment continually generates solid returns for your community and for the state. Call 405-801-5000 to learn more about Moore Norman Technology Center elevating our economy. It's What Caught Teddy Side, brought to you by Yalagosny Law. When you call a law firm, do you want to actually talk to a lawyer? Yalagosny Law communication is a priority. It's Yalagosny Law at 405-800-8080. 405-800-8080. Let's get to it. Story number one is? Um, $700 million Man. contract. Otani, 10 years. $700 million deal, and I've got to tell you, it felt like I, th- I thought it was kind of going to be more, perhaps. I don't know. It's uh, it's, it's the first time I've bit, seen – I know. It's the first time I've seen a contract of that nature and of that size where I wasn't just totally aghast at how much money it was and that it was a massive mistake. I think it's probably about right. Well, I mean, just for his value, and I know he's got uh, or had the Tommy John surgery and it's not going to pitch till what, 2025? Mm. But just the value that he brings to an organization, maybe no number was going to be surprising for Shohei Otani and how many people wanted him no and kidding. some of the offers that were out. No kidding. And, you know, you got to imagine, I, I don't know what their television stuff is and, and how all that works right now, but – you gotta imagine, um, I as big of a, a star as he is internationally. Like, it's probably 
a really like forget how good of a baseball player he is just like eyeballs there's probably going to be a ton of people watching the Dodgers uh, oh, yeah. more so than they were before. For sure. Um, by the way, this deal, the, the the prior largest deal had been Aaron Judge's nine-year, $360 million contract prior to the uh, 2023 mm. season. So Otani's contract sets the record by $340 million, the exact value of Fernando Tatis Jr. extension with the Padres entering 2021. So it's not just the largest deal in Major League Baseball history by a considerable margin, almost by as much as Aaron Judge is getting paid through his nine years at the Yankees. That's crazy, right? It's nuts. All right, that's all I've got. You got a grand total of one? Yeah. Well, that was that Jeez, was it. Dude. That's the thing that caught my eye. On all weekend long, and that's the only thing that <laughs> caught your eye. Okay. Uh, Key Lawrence crystal balled the Ole Miss today. Oh, really? So maybe not the last time that we've seen uh, Key Lawrence play a football game, or at least in person. Yeah, I, and I'm I'm happy for him. You know, I I've I've said this. I think that he could be one of those guys that we potentially miss quite a bit with the depth that he brought to our secondary. Sam Hartman is opting out of the bowl game. I bring that up because I know some of you are active in the gambling space. Uh, others are very active in our bowl pick'em league. Unhitch the wagon. Sooners is the password. So maybe don't go that high on Notre Dame winning this game. We're picking to lose now that their starting quarterback is uh, is out this game. Wow. Barry, by God, Switzer was at the Cowboys-Eagles game last night, and it looked like he surprised old Jared Jones before the game as well. And that was that was a cool deal. Um, obviously, well, Switzer got left go, let go after the Super Bowl there in Dallas, but looks like they were uh, they're all buddy-buddy there on Sunday night. Good to see old Coach Switzer down there in Arlington watching the football game last night. It was very cool, and uh, Cowboys look pretty daggum good, Tyler McComas. Yeah. Well, do you think the, the end result's <laughs> going to be any different this year? Come on. Uh, that's good. It's, it's, it's going to be the same ending. I, I just have a bad feeling. So we've been talking for three years, four years, how the state of California is not what it once was in terms of blue-chip players in high school football. That trend's continuing, man. It's not It's not changing. Um, here's states with the most blue-chip prospects in the 2025 Rivals ranking. This is, these are number of players each state has in the Rivals 250, the best 250 players in 2025. Okay. Texas has the most with 42. Yeah. Florida is next with 38. Mm-hmm. Then it's Georgia with 32. Yeah. California down at 24. The yeah. trend continues. Georgia is now a top three state, not the state of California. Dang. I wonder. Um, Texas has a huge population. Florida has a huge population. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I know Georgia's, it's not small, but. It's not anywhere near the population. You're trying of to think California. like per capita, who has the most blue chip players? Well, yeah, I'm just, yeah, it's it just, uh, it's, I mean, 24 guys out of, I don't know. There's probably, I and mean, I know there's well over 40 million people in California. But I mean, the shift is happening, man. It number. used to be easily top three, arguably the best state for talent. Georgia has Georgia surpassed California. I wonder if. That has any effect on OU whatsoever if that trend continues, which I don't know why it would all of a sudden. What do you mean? Like now that there's less talent, top-end talent in California, and more of that is in the southeast, specifically in the state of Georgia, if that's really a, a major factor for OU at all in terms of getting players. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it, it, hard to say, um, but – I mean, I think being in the being in the region, you, you've got Texas, Florida, and Georgia are one, two, three, and that's the region that you're going to be playing in. I that's a good place to call home. Uh, C.D. Lamb, I don't know how he's viewed in NFL circles in terms of best receivers in the sport right now, but when Bob was on with us last Tuesday, I read off his stats in the past five games. He's had like. Over 500 yards and several times. I mean, he's, he's just been on a tear. Six catches, 71 yards, and a touchdown last night. 
Mm. Not his best game that he's had in the previous five, but <laughs> six catches, 71 yards, and one touchdown against the Philadelphia Eagles. Still a really good night. This yeah. is by far and away the best year he's had in the NFL. He's and did he drop that deep ball, or was that that hand? Did they grab his arm? I only we'll saw say the it should have been a pi just yeah. for CD's sake. I, you know. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Which, by the way, if you were wondering, uh, California, Tyler, right at 40 million people, and Georgia, just under 11 million. So you've got quite the the discrepancy there in population, and Georgia has more rivals, 250 players. That's crazy. How about CD's numbers? He's second in the NFL in catches with 96. Mm-hmm. Third in the NFL in yards with 1,253, and he's tied for fourth in touchdowns with eight. Man. So that is <laughs> very much a Pro Bowl season for CD. Well, who's got more catches? Chase? Uh, or didn't Puka Nakua get off to an incredible uh, start in the yeah, year? Yeah, I don't know if he's right. still number one that's or right. not. Jaden Daniels won the Heisman on Saturday. No surprise there. Yeah. But as we talked about it earlier, four out of the past five Heisman winners are SEC offensive players. Mm. Crazy. Who wins it next year? Early favorite. Um, other than Jackson Arnold, who uh, who wins it next year? I'm going to say that, God, I'm going to say that Jalen Milrow wins it next year. Milrow, okay. Those, yeah. ru- those rushing numbers really uh, help out the gaudy stat line, don't they? Yeah, and so does the fourth mm-hmm. and 31 mm-hmm. against uh, Auburn. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Jackson Arnold's got the schedule to be able to do it. You run that schedule, buddy, you're going to be a finalist. How will everyone feel if uh, Dylan Gabriel wins the Heisman next year? Thrilled. Thrilled slash pissed or just thrilled? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's a great question because, I mean, there's a large chunk of of people here who never really thought he was all that good. Um, They'll be pissed. The people that did think he was good. I mean, really, it it honestly matters how Jackson Arnold plays, to tell you the truth. Like, Jackson Arnold plays really good, people will be happy. If Jackson Arnold plays really bad. The two seasons will be compared around here, for sure. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, one more. This is a report. Aaron Rodgers is expected to be cleared medically for game action ahead of the Jets' December 24th contest against the Washington Commanders per TMZ. So Aaron Rodgers might play a football game this year or another one. That's just crazy. That's just crazy. Is it worth it? I don't know. For don't for know. the incredible feat that it would be, yeah. yeah, I think it is worth it. Yeah. All right, is that it? All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We will wrap up hour number two next. Sooner Football Talk lives Here, this is The Ref. There are trucks, then there's the truck. GMC Sierra, with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra, not just any truck, the truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Come take a test drive today and see for yourself. We are professional-grade GMC. Life is yours to spend. Spend it expanding your balance. Spend it expanding your mind. Spend it wondering what comes next. Spend it trusting that God has a plan. Spend it taking small steps in your own life. Spend it making a big impact on someone else's. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. The Oklahoma Women's Gymnastics Squad opens its home schedule on January 26th at the Lloyd Noble Center. The reigning back-to-back national champs will host five meets, including huge matchups with Michigan and Alabama. Season tickets are on sale just in time for the holidays and are the best way to secure the best seats remaining for as little as $35. That's right. Catch the reigning national champs all season long for just $35. Reserve your seats today at Soonersports.com slash tickets. OEC Fiber brings you the power of fiber optic technology right to your doorstep. Experience seamless streaming, lag-free gaming, and smooth video calls with OEC Fiber. 
But that's not all. With OEC Fiber, you get top-notch member and subscriber service and competitive pricing. Visit our website at www.oecfiber.com or call 405-217-6868 to sign up today. Metro Ford of OKC. Hi, it's Dusty Dvorak with Metro Ford of OKC. Are you ready to turn heads on the road? Look no further than Metro Ford of OKC. We've got a wide range of custom trucks to suit your style and needs. Tennessee, Roush, Rocky Ridge, Shelby, we have them all. Experience the thrill of the open road in a truck that's as unique as you are. Visit us at Metro Ford of OKC today or online and drive home in your dream custom truck. Shop where the difference is real at MetroFordofOKC.com. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split second, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives. Tired of your current living situation? With a variety of locations and over 40 floor plans to choose from, you can't lose with Home Creations. Every Home Creations home comes with enhanced included features such as built-in tornado safety features, quartz countertops, wood-like tile, and so much more. Live like a champion today by calling Holly of Home Creations at 405-364-9999 for more information. Home Creations. It's almost like Broadway in Norman OK. It's Susical the Musical. So come on and come play. See Horton the Elephant. Use care and not might when he helps to save all the who's every night. From Yertle the Turtle to the Cat in the Hat, Thing 1 and Thing 2, and the Grinch with his sack. A whole world of Seuss waits for you and for me. So come to the Sooner Theater with the whole family. The Sooner Theater presents Susical the Musical December 8th through the 17th. Tickets on sale now at SoonerTheater.org. Mike Steely here for Lasher Home Comfort Systems, your trusted home comfort experts in the Oklahoma City metro area. Tim Lasher and his team have more than 130 years of combined experience. They recognize a significant number of homeowners live with inadequate home comfort systems. They specialize in diagnosing your home system issues while providing more efficiency and reducing your utility costs. As an authorized dealer of American Standard, Tim can service your residence or business. Call Tim and his team at 405-579-3113. Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Dear hero, whoever you are, you save lives. I live with sickle cell and the pain and the issues that come along with sickle cell every day. I'm most grateful that people are willing to go out there and take their time, their blood, and give me new life. Because of you, I'm allowed to see my son grow up. Giving equals living. Give blood. Replenish the supply. Learn more at hhs.gov slash giveblood. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you the sour of the rush on a reaction Monday. What are we reacting to today? Well, OU basketball is really good. And then Danny Stutzman and Billy Bowman are coming back. So it's been a very, very happy Monday so far on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Blue of Green Country says, I know one person it's going to affect in California. Talking about uh, not as many blue chippers there as we've seen over the uh, course oh, of yeah. college football history. He says it's going to affect old mule shoe out there in California. Well, how about the higher mule shoe made there from uh, North Dakota State? Yeah. Uh, what's that, guys? Won a couple of national championships. Yeah. It's a pretty big hire. Um, and that's great. Maybe that works out for him. I'm just still of the opinion. I don't really care who he hires. And he hired the guy from UCLA as his defensive coordinator. I just still think, man, unless he changes and makes big changes, it's going to be more of the same. A team and a program that's led by its offense and its defense just has to try and hang on every single week. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. Part of me feels like moving to the Big Ten or the I – mean, let's be honest about the offenses there. Look at what Iowa's been putting out over the – I mean, the longest time. There's some some very 
average offenses in that conference, uh, averaging below. Maybe that helps them out a little bit. Um, or maybe but. they're in a track meet with Iowa. Brian Ferentz should have had USC on the schedule. <laughs> he would have hit his points quota. He'd no be kidding. coming back in 2024. No kidding. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be just the most fascinating season next year. Watching all of that unfold, the whole like it's gonna be USC, weird, man. Yeah, it's gonna be so it's weird. Gonna be weird. I mean, it, I know Oklahoma and Texas going to the Southeastern Conference is is gonna be a little weird, but at least regionally, it all makes sense and. Even, you know, Utah and Arizona, Arizona State, I, that isn't as out of place as the University of Southern Cal playing in the Big Ten. A Power is. Five essentially not existing anymore is going to be – it's going to be strange. It's wild. Yeah. And, I, and, and like half are Big Ten schools, the other are Big 12 schools, and then a couple are just playing Mountain West teams every every week. I know. It's, I it's know. strange. It's very and, strange. And they finally make the playoff in their last year. How poetic. Right. Well, I don't know. I, I, I guess it's so difficult for me to gauge USC moving forward. It doesn't feel like they're in a very good spot right now. Losing, well, I I don't know. What have we have we heard anything from Caleb Williams? Has he made any type of announcement? Oh, I mean, does he does he need to? I mean, he's not he's not playing in the bowl game. If he's not playing in the bowl game, and I don't care if he was playing in the bowl game, he ain't coming back. Yeah. Well, I I wouldn't expect him to come back, but you know his. His dad did say early in the season, he alluded to the fact that it's not just a a done deal that he would be leaving and going to the NFL. Does yeah. anyone believe that? No, yeah. but, you know, it's just something that's out there. Interesting nonetheless. Hey, real quick on the uh, portal happenings for today. Um, not, not a whole lot of names hit the portal today. Kansas State's defensive back Kobe Savage. 115 tackles, six picks over the past two years. He's in the portal from Kansas State. And then a uh, Jaden Bray of Oklahoma State, Norman High grad, is uh, in the portal as well. Just kind of locally yeah. here. Those are two of the more well-known names that have hit the portal today. Yeah, well, uh, definitely interesting. I, the transfer portal situation for Oklahoma is going to be fun to watch. We've had a couple of pretty nice years in the transfer portal. Um, I would hope, I would expect that this year may be our best going to the SEC and considering where we are uh, as compared to last year. We'll see. All right, final hour of the rush coming up next. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KR.